Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter, at Bibbs Corner for all your basketball needs. Apparently for Lionsgate's needs, even though, you know what, I'm going to talk about that later. Um, joined, as always, by my co-host, Maurice Williams, at Minder Reese on Twitter, Instagram. X videos. Whoa. Whoa. What you think I'm doing out here? Get to the bread. You got to do what you got. Hey, man, look, if I was getting to the bread, it wouldn't be X videos. It'd be OnlyFans, but I'm not doing that. All right, all right. OnlyFans. You know, oh, you no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. W- welcome back. Uh, how's your week been, man? How's your week been? It's been a long week, to say the least, as far as work goes. You know, nine to five. We still working the nine to five. Run them likes up. You know, follow us on Instagram at Mavs Outsiders Pod. Follow us on YouTube at Mavs Outsiders. Rate and review the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so I don't have to work a nine to five no more. Appreciate you. Shameless plug. But um, then I ended the week with my Saints losing. Uh, Tom Brady, you still a bitch. It's still, it's still up. You feel me? Um, Mike Evans, you a hoe. Lucky I wasn't out there on that field. Shit would have got grimy. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, man. Overall, shit's fucked up. <laughs> but I'm good. <laughs> you sure? I'm good. That that was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just had to let that out. You know. I mean, I understand. I understand. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, it it has been a long week, man. Um, there were some wins. There were some losses. I, I didn't. I don't think I shared it on the timeline at all. Um, but I did do an interview with um, apparently the biggest TV network in Slovenia the other day. Oh um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that on Twitter. I saw you. I saw. Was it on Twitter? Tw- I don't think I shared it on Twitter personally. Somebody okay, else- maybe I saw it somewhere else. It was like was different. Mad. Probably Instagram. Was it different Mavs fans who was supporting Luca or? I saw it. It was me and SJ in the video. I, I saw SJ. Yeah, he, I know she interviewed Coop as well. Um, Chuck Cooperstein. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we did the interviews. We talked about you know following Slovenia and and EuroBasket, getting up early in the morning, all that, and then Slovenia went out. And, and laid an egg and that was that so um but no the interview was cool uh i i i mean i obviously i don't have access to slovenian television but a few of the slovenian followers hit me up and said they saw saw the uh the thing so that was pretty cool um pretty cool experience got to feel that it fit that in the middle of my day uh on what tuesday or wednesday I don't even remember. It's been a long ass week. <laughs> um, I don't feel like it was that long ago, but it might have been. Time been yeah. moving. Bro. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Luca and them been out for a minute, but they lost this this past week. So they lost on Wednesday. I believe the interview would have been Tuesday. Then, yeah. Um, besides that, you know, I've been uh, on the job grind. You know, trying to find, trying to find that, trying to make that leap into a different career field. 
I've been doing the same. Filled out a couple, updated my resume this week, filled out a couple of applications. Yeah, so most of these applications, they just sit out there for months. And then two, three months later, I get an email. We chose somebody with qualifications that better fit our needs or whatever. Lionsgate is one I applied to the other day. And <clears throat> it was a publicity coordinator type position or whatever, working on, on promoting, you know, movies for Lionsgate. And uh, I had applied, you know, I stayed up. I was like up to like two in the morning doing the application and all that resume upload, all that good stuff. Submit the application literally less than 24 hours later. I got the rejection email. Damn. So I posted on Twitter. I was like, you know what? I like, I like a nice efficient rejection. They didn't make me sit here and think about whether or not I'm going to get a call or something like they just let me know in 24 hours. You, you, you don't fit what we're looking for. Um, I was like, I'm gonna let you know right now, you ain't him. Appreciate you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I tweet, I tweeted that, you know, you know, uh, I appreciate a good official rejection. And then later that day, I just so happened to see a tweet from the Lionsgate account, and it was like, my worst fear is being horny on Maine or something like that. And so I quote tweeted it. I was like, I see, this is why I didn't get that that Lionsgate. <laughs> and you know, these are throwaway tweets. I'm not thinking nothing about them. But then, like, after that tweet, the director of publicity for Lionsgate decided to follow me on Twitter. So I'm like, what, what am I supposed to do with this information? Like, hey, hey, this ain't a coincidence. <laughs> I'm supposed to slide in the DMs? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Hit me up on Twitter if y'all think I sh- I'm supposed to slide in the DMs. Uh, for, Shoot for your shot. Job. For the job. Like, I, I'm, I, I ain't trying to hit them with that. I don't usually do this, but that might be what, what I got to do. Might have to do that, brother. Uh, but apparently he went, oh, to Miller, I think, for, for his undergrad. So I don't know if he's a Mavs fan or what. He might be listening. Might be listening. Uh, hey, if you're listening, get my master job. Slide in my DMs. Let me know what's up. Slide in the DMs, man. Hey, look, my job, full disclosure, I'm going to be transparent. I'll, I don't mind talking about how much I make because, like, in this economy, it ain't a lot of money. Um, I mean, I, that's relative, I think. Yeah, that's relative. That is very true. If I was making $21 an hour somewhere where cost of living is decent, that would be great. Instead, I'm making $21 an hour in Baltimore, a city where most of the places to live are pretty ass, but they want to charge an arm and leg. I don't get it. But (laughs) I was, man, I was looking for jobs. I was on Indeed. Some of the shit they was paying, motherfuckers had me contemplating taking a job at Taco Bell, motherfucker. Like, they, look, they said assistant general manager, okay. no, assistant store manager at Taco Bell, 55000 to 60000 a year. I said, that's, that's. They must be having a shooting every week or something. Like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> hey, I ain't going to talk about how much I make a year. But that would almost double. That don't, I don't think that math at well, I guess it depends on okay, okay. It would almost double. Um another one was a spot called round one, which is kind of like Dave and Buster's, and they was offering like twenty-seven to twenty-eight dollars an hour. I said, shit, what the but they want me to they they looking for night shift, day shift, evening shift, overnight. Then they want me to go out of state you gotta for do all of it. Then they want me to go out of state for four weeks for training. 
Where are they sending you? Don't know. <laughs> okay. They just said, would you be able to commit out of state four weeks for training? I'm like, motherfucker, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, I, hey, look, I looked at some HVAC shit. Some I mean, if you can get that kind of work. <laughs> hey, they said they said no experience needed. I said good because I ain't got none. Okay. They said we'll teach you. Good because I'm gonna need it. Okay. Who knows, man? We'll see. I'm trying to, you know, trying to come up. Hey, yeah, you gotta uh, hit the casino, put five dollars in. Didn't win shit, but you know, that's random. All right. And anything else? (laughs) My girlfriend had an interview at my job. Okay. She got the job, but I don't think she's gonna take it. What are we supposed to do with this information? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you you asked shit. I assume, I assume you ain't had nothing to do with the interview. Like, did they know? Oh no, 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 no. Did you nah, do they didn't know referral or nothing? Nah. I wish I did because if she takes the job, then I would get like compensation for that. Right. But I didn't. So Okay. Okay. Um, Tell me, tweet me, y'all. T- tweet me stories or something about times like y'all work with y'all spouse and how it was. I'm curious because, like, I don't know many people that do that, so I'm curious, like, what the experience is like. I know, people, like, not someone you dated, your actual significant other. I know people that work in the same like building, mm-hmm. like different different departments and stuff like that. So they ain't really cross paths a lot. They would eat lunch together, but they weren't like seeing each other all the time in meetings together and stuff like that. Makes sense. Which would be awkward. <clears throat> yeah. Because if somebody get loud on your woman, like <clears throat> now I might lose my job. <laughs> now you got to act up. Like, um, what I was gonna say, today is my dad's 60th birthday. So happy birthday, Mr. Bibbs. Um <laughs> <laughs> he happened to be in Florida this this past week for um his wife was down there for a conference. So they on their way back to, cause he lives in Virginia on their way back up. They stopped through. So we had lunch together yesterday. That was cool. Um, today they sent me a random zoom link. I wasn't expecting. And, um, I, I got to watch some praise and worship in the house, uh, at his house. I, he had the, he had the Morocco going. I, I don't know what the hell was happening. Um, but anyway, he looked good. He looked healthy. You know, he was up on his feet doing stuff. You, you know, it, it, it was cool, man. My dad's 60 years old. My mom turned uh, 54 last week. Their their birthdays are a week apart. You know, it's more life happening over here <laughs> on, on my side. Uh, you know, my birthday was two weeks prior to that. More life for your head top. Ain't that how Drake and DJ Khaled be talking? <laughs> I think I'm listening to some Drake and DJ Khaled. <laughs> thought I had play all that shit. Motherfucker, motherfucker took offense. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I had play all something that said Drake and DJ Khaled. Oh man. Oh man. I, I I usually will look at a DJ Khaled album just to see if some people I actually care to listen to are on there. Like it was one time I didn't do that and I missed a Kendrick Big Crit J. Cole collab. That's uh I was just listening to that song the other day. That is they ready or we ready. Yeah, that's that's a dope track. That's the last time like 
Kendrick and Cole got on the track and actually rapped together. Like, right. Like I had missed it. And I was like, how the hell I missed this? Like, what is going on? It's because I, I went and checked for no DJ Khaled album. But every now and then he'll get some stuff together and I'll be like, thank you, DJ Khaled, for putting yeah. on the track together. God um, did. Speaking of stuff that I've been listening to. <laughs> you're not going to. All right. <laughs> Speaking of stuff that I've been listening to, you know, I like to um, to check out albums from from people I don't usually listen to listening, listen to. And um, my cousin has said something about Mark Battles. You Do you listen to Mark Battles? I don't, but I've heard the name before. <laughs> OK, so I've never listened to Mark Battles. I don't know why. Because uh, he seems to be similar to a lot of people I do listen to. But my cousin had posted something. He was like, you know, what do y'all listen to when y'all get depressed or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he said uh, some song by Mark Battles. I was like, let me let me see what this Mark Battles dude is talking about. And I hit play on his um, album from last year uh, or from earlier this year called As I Am. And <clears throat> I actually I actually mess with it a lot. Like. I probably have a Mark Battle song in my library and I just don't remember adding it. And I don't have a Mark Battle song in my I didn't. Like I searched his name and nothing came up, surprisingly. Um, but he 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 actually he's literally the exact type of rapper I like to listen to. Um independent, uh brags about being independent, successful in his own way, and, and, and talks about the people that hate on him for doing his thing. Nah, he ain't in my fucking library, damn. The way, <laughs> the way that he does it but um you know the bass was hitting you know what i mean like on the tracks and usually you know i listen to music for the first time i play it straight out of the speakers and you you can't really feel it you know until maybe you get to the car or whatever but you know this time fortunately i was blessed to have a pair of raycon earbuds to listen to it through. And I don't know if you've heard about these these Raycon earbuds. I haven't, man. I think you should tell me about it. But they look, feel, and sound better than ever. Uh, they have the optimized gel tips, so they stay in your ears. Uh, you know, I was shooting around, running around, playing basketball <laughs> with them in my ears. Never never felt like they were falling out at all. Uh, they they will not move. They, they give you eight hours of playtime. And they have a 32-hour battery life. Oh, wow. The best thing for me as a broke person is that they're priced just right. It, you get the same quality as some of the more premium earbuds, but at half the price of those premium brands. You can double. Don't take my word for it. Check out the 50,000 five-star reviews for these Raycon earbuds. I love the customizable sound profiles. Again, I listen to a lot of rap. I need to feel the bass when I'm listening to the rap music. I can set my sound profile just so it plays perfectly for those types of songs. Uh, I I love the noise isolation. As I've mentioned on here before, I don't want to hear no background noise while I'm listening to anything. So I love that it isolates the sound so I can just hear the music. I don't hear no woman in the background trying to talk to me and distract me. That's, That's not what I need in my life. Um, although that can backfire. So that's a whole nother story. You know, I, 
I've tried a lot of different earbuds trying to be cheap. And this, this has been the one that's been the most successful for me. Uh, again, you get the same quality as some of those more premium brands, but at half the price and it's worth it. It's worth it. If you want to try these, these Raycon earbuds, you can go to buyraycon.com. That's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N as in Nancy.com and use code TBPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TBPN15 at buyraycon.com and you'll get 15% off your already half price premium earpods. Again, buyraycon.com code TBPN15. Let's get back to the show. So besides, you know, the life things that we both had occurring this week, there was some basketball being played, uh, not by just the NBA guys, but the Eurobasket. Uh, America finished up. America finished third, so they got the bronze in the America. Uh, <clears throat> I believe it was Argentina that ended up winning. Shout out to Facu Campazzo. Think he's still a um, think he's still a free agent. Actually, and I saw some people saying we need to sign him. No, we don't. I I, I agree that we should not be fuck out of here, motherfucker. My height. However, <clears throat> I was looking at some different guys that were performing in the EuroBasket, right? And as a basketball fan, because I'm a basketball fan before I'm a Mavs fan, I was just paying attention, trying to pay attention to guys whose names I'm familiar with, whether it's whether it be because they were former NBA draft picks, uh, whether they played in college or whether they are guys that I've heard about from Europe that may come over to the NBA at some point. And uh, I made a list of a few guys. I, I shaved it down to five guys who didn't at the time have NBA contracts. Now that has changed for a couple of these guys since I made this list, but just the guys that didn't have NBA contracts that I could see potentially coming back to the NBA at some point. Right. So the first person on that list, I'm going to start with the people that, that have been eliminated at this point. The first person on that list was Svee Mikhailuk. Um, You might've seen or heard me talking about him on the timeline and whatnot. Uh, he was carrying Ukraine. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Steve McCollum. Like, I've always liked him. I think I've always liked him. I like this game, first of all. Yeah. And then I realized he actually went to college, like, super early. Like, he was 16 when he went to college. Like, he was a four-year college player. He was 20 when he went to the draft. I didn't know, like, college overseas, correct? No, he went to Kansas. Oh, wow. So, like, I remember seeing him at Kansas, like, playing and whatnot, and I always liked him. But, you know, I thought, you know, it's a four-year college guy. He's 22, 23. And they were like, no, he's 20. I was like, huh? So that just made what he was doing that much more impressive to me. So I've always liked Sabi Mikhailu. I've always felt like he hasn't really gotten a real fair shake in the NBA. And... You know, again, he was hooping for Ukraine. Now, it w- ended horribly for him it, when they got to the uh, the tournament phase. Uh, he was 0 for 8 from 3. Killed his three-point percentage. He was shooting over 45% mm-hmm. 
at one point. He dropped into the 30s after that 0 for, 8, 0 for 8 game. And his team, his team lost. Like it's one of those situations where your team is losing and you're the bucket getter. So you just start throwing up bullshit. Um, I can relate to that. And uh yeah, it was a bad, it was a bad end for him. But overall in the tournament, I think he opened some eyes, like people were paying attention. And he's still in his mid-20s. So again, he was a free agent until today. Uh, the Knicks signed him to a one-year partially guaranteed contract, so he'll be in their training camp, have a chance to make the team. This is a team that is needs some shooters. I think, I mean, obviously he's going to take the chance, like, because it's an opportunity. But I think he's much better than a training camp invite type of thing. Like, he's a, no permanent roster spot kind of guy, like, I'm surprised he was even still a free agent considering how valuable shooting is in the NBA. Yeah, and and here's another thing. I think he gets pigeonholed as just a shooter, but he's not. Like he can he can handle the ball. Um he plays pretty decent defense. He's like a playmaker on defense, like mm-hmm. jumping in passing lanes and stuff like that. Like he's a very uh he he takes charges. Like he's not just a guy that you need he's not uh, what, who's the dude for the, the heat i can't think of right now uh duncan robinson duncan he's not duncan robinson like he does other things besides shooting uh and i mean when i say shooting shooting threes like he can shoot inside he can get to the rim like he's a, he can score uh he's a bucket getter period and uh i do hope he does find a landing spot whether it's the the next opportunity that he's been given or if somebody else picks him up after the uh preseason but not surprised that he got an NBA offer off of his run in Eurobasket. Did you catch any of his games at all? I did not. Did you catch but any? I have heard how well he's been doing. Okay. And you said you've been a speed guy anyway. So, yeah, uh, I wanted him on the maps. <clears throat> we'll see if he sticks with the Knicks. But if not, I do expect he'll, he'll be an NBA guy one way or another. And so probably the Knicks were the team to pick him up. But I mean, they need shooters. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, any other comments on that one? Not on speed, no. The second guy on this list who no longer is a free agent, Dennis Schroeder. Germany went on a crazy run. <laughs> Nobody expected them to play as well as they did. Uh, made it to the, the semifinals. Lost in the semifinals, but did win the third place game today. Uh, Schroeder was named to the all-tournament team. Got his Tiso watch. The German fans got to celebrate him. Dirk was out there, all that good stuff. Uh, 22 points a game, seven assists, uh, 45% from the field, 90% from the line. Was a leader. They made him the captain. Came up with so many big plays for, for Germany. Uh, had some nice moves, was, was crossing dudes, getting to the cup at will. It's never been a question for me whether or not he's a good player question is can he accept a role and he just signed a one-year minimum contract deal with the lakers look like he's willing to accept the role now because that just don't make sense to me didn't make sense to me either <clears throat> i felt like that was of the options i knew he had which were them phoenix atlanta and us that felt like the least <clears throat> option yeah they have pat bev they have russell westbrook they have lebron like why they don't need another ball handler? They went and got Lonnie Walker as well. Lonnie Walker, six four guard. I, I don't. 
see now in their mind they said that Pat Bev is going to be a wing. I, whatever. I'm gonna just let y'all be goofy over there at this point. Y'all already on the bullshit, man. Like, that is not my business. First of all, Dennis Schroeder signing with the Lakers. What did Thanos say? You couldn't live with your own failure. And where did that lead you? Back to me. That's literally what it was. He he passed up other opportunities because he wanted to go back to the Lakers. He, that's out of his mouth. <clears throat> like, to be honest, his best bet would have been the Phoenix Suns. I th- and he played behind Chris Paul before, and that was where he played best when he was in OKC. So I don't, I don't know what he's thinking. This not even a playoff team over there that he's joining. I, I, you know what? God bless him. Uh, Mavericks, I hope to hear a story come out that we did offer him the minimum contract. <clears throat> the fact that he didn't choose us, is that's, that's on him. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't offer him a contract at all, but I doubt that's the case. Yeah, but the fact that we went out of our way to be at his game kind of is a little bit telling, but because right. I can't think of who else we would have been watching on that team. Like, who the fuck is going to see Dennis Schroeder play on purpose? <laughs> Tice is already under contract, so we weren't looking at him. <clears throat> Most of those other dudes are not NBA players. Uh, Wagner's under contract with the Magic, right? And he's on a rookie contract, so it's not like he's going to be a free agent in a year or two. Yeah, that don't even, yeah. Um, Because they'll just match any offer at that point. So I know a lot of people were mad that we didn't sign him and saying that we should have signed him earlier, but apparently the Lakers had already been in play for him since early on. Yeah, they said he already had deals. He was just waiting for the tournament to be over, which is risky because if you got hurt, them teams could have been like psych snatchies, like we good, brother. Right. <clears throat> but luckily, it you know it worked out for him. I guess he got what he wanted, so yeah. technically it worked out for him. Um, <clears throat> didn't want to spend too much time on Schroeder. The next three are a little different. <laughs> next three are a little different. So all these guys have contracts. I'm gonna just keep it a hundred. All these guys have contracts. But most EuroLeague contracts have an NBA out. Get a deal with an NBA contract, you can go. Pay a little money, and you can go. The first one is a guy who's been in the NBA before. Didn't work out. Probably came too early. He's grown. He's matured. To a, He's figured out what type, what his role is as a player. And I think he could be helpful in an NBA team at some point. When that point is, I'm not sure. And that's Gershon Yabusele. Who? Gershon Yabusele. He was drafted by the Celtics. Um, I had him as like a a Swiss Army knife type of guy. He's kind of a big body. They can handle the ball a little bit. He's like <laughs> a small four. Like an undersized four with girth. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. How my camera go out? What the hell? Come um, on. Come on. I can't say that word. In that con <laughs> anyway. Um, was is this one of those names where it's like, damn, I want to make five, only got four. 
I got to add a fifth person. No, he was early on my list. I was okay. <clears throat> now I wanted to put Ilya Kobo on the list, but he played like complete cheeks. He is not coming back to the league. Um, Damn, motherfucker, banned him from the league already. He ain't coming back. Fuck it. I, that's an L on my part. That's on me. Damn, he banned from the league. Robert Sarver still in that. I'm gonna take that L. And ironically, he was drafted by the Suns. Sure, look at that. Uh, I, I, that's an L. I'm gonna have to eat. He ain't coming back. He ain't an NBA player. It is what it is. <laughs> However, Yabusele, <clears throat> he had he averaged about four, 15 points a game, about four boards, two assists. Uh, 55 from the field, 45 from three. And that's the biggest part of him coming back to the league. Uh, He was wetting them threes, like catching it, going up confidently, comfortably, hand in his face or not, he was splashing the threes. And if he can be a a, a small ball four that hits threes, that's huge. He has a great long wingspan. He's very mobile, can handle the ball a little bit. I could definitely see him coming back to the league. With that said, he's 26. And he just signed an extension with uh, Real Madrid in January that takes him through 2025. So that's three more seasons. When that contract is up, he'll be 29. He'll be in his prime. Uh, and maybe he'll try to come back to the league at that point. Maybe he tries to come a little early, depending on how what kind of offers he's getting. But um Definitely a guy I would keep an eye on in the next couple of years as far as returning to the NBA. A lot of those dudes do it. A lot of those guys come over in their upper 20s um, after they've had a lot of success in Europe. You you don't even know who Yabusele is, right? The name sounds familiar, but I can't put a face to it. Like, probably, I feel like I've seen that name on 2K somewhere or some shit. You've definitely seen him. He was just very raw when he came in. And okay. Made a lot of little mistakes that made him slightly unplayable. But uh, he seems to have refined his game, figured out who he is uh, in the past couple of years in Europe. Well, if that's really the case, then, you know, all the best to him. Hope he finds a spot in the league. I'm pretty sure he's still. And how old is he? He's 26. Yeah, still young, mid-20s. Like, Yeah. Um, This other guy, this is another guy, another name you should be familiar with. Maybe not, but you probably, you've seen him for sure. Zanin Musa. Yes. I think he was drafted by Brooklyn. Uh, came in as like a defensive guy, but it seems to have grown his game as well. Uh, he shoots threes at a very high clip now. Uh, he's playing with Bosnia and Herzegovina, so with uh, Nurkic and them. Yeah, big Nurk. <clears throat> Average 21 points a game, three and a half rebounds, four assists, 57, 45, 86.7 splits. So again, 45% for three. Uh, I think he had one of the highest three-point percentages in the, the tournament, and he was shooting them at a high clip as well. He is only 23. Um, so he's flamed out in the NBA at 23. He did just sign a two-year deal with Real Madrid as well. So him and Yabu Sile on the same team. Uh, he signed that deal in July. He was the Spanish League MVP last year, mm. even though his team didn't make the playoffs. Like, that's how dominant he was. Mm. Okay. I At 23, he just signed a two-year deal. That means when the deal is up, he'll be 25. He may not have to wait till the deal is up if he has an NBA out. There's no doubt in my mind he ends up back in the NBA as a 3 and D wing at a minimum. 
I was about to say, does he still have to continue to progress in order for that to happen? Or do you think right now with his talent and skill set, he'll be in the NBA? Based on what <laughs> I saw, based on what I read about how he did in the Spanish league last year, he's an NBA talent for sure. Okay. Um, we'll see. He's moving up to the big leagues this year with Real Madrid. Um, that's a loaded, a loaded team. We'll see how he fits on a loaded team, which is what he'd be dealing with in the NBA. Um, obviously on a bigger scale in the NBA, but like he's a superstar over there. He wouldn't be a superstar over here. It'd be like a right, obviously, but role player. But he'll be more of a role player on this team than he was on his previous team in in uh, in Europe. So I'd be curious to see how he performs if his numbers fall off. That good stuff. Definitely keeping an eye on him. He's young. He 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 has some talent, and this is the type of guys that I think we need to be looking at as as the Mavs. Uh, you know, don't we don't want to perpetuate the stereotype of Mavs and international dudes. I'm fine with that stereotype. You can snag some international talent, like not I'm having fine. a good draft. I'm fine with that stereotype as long as they hoop. Right. <clears throat> Who was it? Um, The Jazz this year so signed Simonier Fontecchio. Who was hooping? I I was gonna add him to this list, and then I when I searched his name, I saw the Jazz had signed him like before the tournament. I was like, oh shit! So they their scouting, their international scouting was on it because he that boy was balling. I'm, I'm gonna enjoy watching him this year in the NBA. Uh, he's 26. Okay. So a lot of young guys. Right, and that's the thing. Like, just because a guy doesn't work out 21, 22. In a couple years, they mature, they get some experience in another system. <clears throat> you got to keep an eye out for them. A player's best years when their mind and body are at its peak together, like young, <clears throat> you're at your physical peak, but you get older, you mature, you're experienced. Those upper 20s is where you really start to, to put it all together, usually. That's why I don't really understand coaches and GMs and scouts and stuff passing up on guys who did four years, three years in college just for a freshman. It's like, bro, nine times out of ten, this four-year college guy, three-year college guy, they already are NBA ready. They have the mindset. They know their role. They know who they are. They know what their skill set is. They're willing to work for the most part. Like, It's not a coincidence that these four-year and three-year guys have certain or a certain amount of similarities when it comes to like work ethic, personality, you know, being able to fit into teams, knowing team ball, and not just going out there and hooping one-on-one type shit. So not saying that's all freshmen and stuff, but they seem to go after guys like that. They'll see a freshman that's 19 and say, oh, man, we like what he can become. But instead, there's this – I don't know. I guess I think four-year and three-year guys are best suited for win-down teams which is maybe why they fall so much. But I, I just think a lot of these guys should be looked at more. Age, okay, he's 21, 22 years old. That's not that old. Right. Like, like Jalen Brunson, <clears throat> one of those is a prime candidate of the guy who stayed several years, won multiple championships, and they acted like he wasn't – they drafted a bunch of young guys over him. The role players on his college team was getting drafted before him. Right. Like Dante DiVincenzo over him is wild. And I like Dante DiVincenzo. Pascal, I think. Was Pascal in that draft? He might have been the next year. I don't think Pascal was in that draft. <clears throat> Who else was in that draft? Uh, I know McCall Bridges was in that draft. 
Um, there's somebody else I'm, I'm miss. I'm McCall Britt. Like both of them dudes got drafted over. Yeah. It's crazy. I can't think of who the other guy is. Fuck it. I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on it. But <clears throat> Brunson easily should have been a mid first round pick off his talent. Instead, he goes. Was it the- um? Was it Pascal? Eric Pascal? That's why I was. I mentioned him earlier. That's why I said I couldn't remember if he was in that draft. You want- I don't know. You said Pascal. I'm thinking Pascal Siakam, brother. I don't know why I'm thinking Pascal Siakam. <laughs> I thought you were just mentioning Pascal, but Pascal Siakam was uh, not. Forget it. It's not the point. Nah, I'm, 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 I just pulled up the draft. Like, uh, it is what it is at this point. Um, 2018 NBA draft. Draft selections. Let's go. I don't want that. I want the list. So Aiden Bagley. Uh, let's get to the to school. Villanova, where you at? McCall Bridges, number 10. Uh, DiVincenzo, 17. <coughs> Omari Spellman, that's who it was. Ah, yes. That's the one I couldn't think of. You're not even in the fucking league. Right. Omari Spellman was the 30th pick. So last pick of the first round. And then finally, Jalen Brunson at thirty-three. Crazy. Um, I want. Was there another person? Let me check real quick. I think Pascal came out the next year. Okay, but yeah. Um, and he talked about that in his free agency hunt. Is like you know, I I I I did all the work. I mean, he didn't say he did all the work, but you know, I felt like I was balling too. And our boys win. I was setting these guys up. They all got drafted ahead of me. You know, this is what I do. Like I, I, I help people out. Like, and so I think that's another reason why I like the New York situations because he has a lot of guys he can help make look better. And he already got his money, so he doesn't have anything to prove. Ain't got to prove nothing. With that said, <clears throat> there is one more guy on this list who's a little older than the rest of these guys, and he's been playing games with the NBA. I've mentioned him previously on here. Mentioned him about two episodes ago, I believe, or three. Uh, Vasily Shmichic plays with uh, Joker. That's the guy who wanted to start the spot, right? Yes. And he's yeah. actually younger than I said he was. I said he was 29 already. He's 28. Yeah, that's um, the dude who, who off them jiggers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... He has almost come to the NBA multiple times. He flirted with the Bulls this offseason, but couldn't get his guaranteed starting or six-man spot and said, F it, um, signed a deal to stay in Europe. Uh, He's been dominating in Europe for a few years now, and he seems scared to leave being the man in Europe to be a bench guy in the NBA. Um, I get it, I guess, but waiting for the perfect opportunity. Oh, he also wants at least five or 6 million. I forgot that part. Waiting for the perfect opportunity. You may not ever get, it's kind of rough. Like this next, after this next contract in a year or two, that's going to be probably his last chance to cash in on what he is and what he's doing. Getting up there, brother. Time's running out. Whether you believe you can still play or not, there's definitely a time limit on age when it comes to coming over to the NBA. I can't think of anybody who, well, 
Yeah, I can't think of anybody who came over in the 30s all of a sudden. Yeah, not like, and not even, and I don't even think this happened, but not even counting guys who like were in the NBA, went overseas, and came back. Right. But I don't even think that's happened. Not usually for older guys. Usually it's a guy who came to the NBA when they were like 18 or 19 or yeah. something, left and then came back in their mid 20s. But like 30, 31, 32, now you, you kind of pushing it. You're kind of pushing it. Unless it's like a nepotism situation. Like maybe Jokic gets them on a deal if they get to the finals or something. Um, with that said, I left him for last because he is a guy I think we should pursue heavily. Okay. With a mid-level exception next year. Give him his six mil. If you need to go up to seven, we should have a full mid-level, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, even if we don't, we should have six or seven mil to offer him some type of way. He would be near the top of my list. You're not going to get another established guard, big guard. And it, like I can't think of who, who in the NBA would fit that bill. And you're uh, going to give him that six-man role? As our roster is currently constructed, yes. Now we anything can happen during the season might not Absolutely. be a need for him, but as a considering what our roster is, and the fact that we have a gigantic hole in the ball handling off the bench, I don't give a fuck what kind of leap Josh Green and Frank Nealakina take. I've seen them long enough to know that they're not going to all of a sudden become great <clears throat> ball handlers. This ain't no overnight shit. They are who they are. Well, in this instance, Frank is who he is. Josh. Right now is who he is. He can be more, but I don't think he's going to be. Just that. a lack of experience, I think, for Josh. Yeah. Um, for Josh, is a lack of experience. For Frank, is I think his arms are just too long. Yeah. Um. I I think we have to keep an eye. I think we would have to pursue him next year, <clears throat> for real. Not no play around. Like Nico should be getting comfortable with his job. He spent some time over in Europe right now. Hopefully, have some conversations with some agents or whatever he's he'd be he's on the top of my list for next year already guys i'm looking at i mean if it's you know it depends on what the pool looks like if it's the mid-level cool if if it's nobody else available who's better suited that we can give it to but i mean what's what do they really have to lose so again i haven't done a deep dive on free agency or nothing like that but uh, that's definitely a guy I, I want to keep an eye on personally. Um, could be a nice sneaky, not sneaky because people know who he is. He's just been playing games. Uh, could be a nice pickup from, from another league, like a guy that isn't in the league, doesn't have an established NBA brand and quality that people expect from him. Um, Eurobasket was fun, man. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, there was some physicality. We're going to talk about that in a second. But um, this might be a, a good opportunity to transition. Is there anything else you wanted to? Did you watch any Eurobasket at all? Um, I did not watch any Eurobasket, but um, I did watch uh, a lot of football. Uh, I watched a lot of NFL Week One. Currently watching a lot of NFL Week Two. I went to the casino like I usually do, put some bets in, you know, uh, see what bets can hit, see which money I can get. 
Uh, I didn't win anything, but you can. With DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. And when I say win, I mean win big, win bigger, do better than I did. Okay, so you have an opportunity that I did not have because I'm an old customer. I'm an old customer of DraftKings. I've been around for a while, but new customers like you listening right now can bet just five dollars on any NFL team. Any any NFL team, even the Houston Texans, they're awful. Any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Now, if that's the case, you may not want to bet on the Texans. You may want to bet on a team like the Los Angeles Rams, the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, a team you can trust to win to get you that $200 in free bets. But hey, maybe $200 in free bets ain't enough for you. If that's the case, everyone can boost their winners with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? DraftKings is the place to be. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game all season long all you have to do download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game that's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details (laughs) I was just about to hit you with the damn that was smooth. And, hey man, every time, every time, <laughs> it get me every time. Oh, it's crazy because I'm reading this off the dome <clears throat> to the side. I'm watching as the Cardinals and Raiders are having a banger right now. Cardinals just converted on two points to send the game to overtime, and then I'm like, all right, I'm I'm doing both. You know, looking out my peripheral. I'm cleaning this up. It's going smooth. I said, watch when I get to this minimum age and eligibility restrictions. Hold on. How the fuck? Right. <laughs> you ain't never said it that smooth in your life. When the pressure is off. When the pressure is off, man. I'll be folding. Oh, man. That's funny. Um, folding. They, they got this replay of the Georgia-South Carolina game. Like, why the fuck would I watch that? Damn. Cool. You know what's bad? <laughs> so the game was on when I went to the restaurant um, with my, my family that, yesterday. And, you know, I walked in, you know, the, usually the, the bar and grill, they got the TVs on and stuff. And I saw Georgia and I saw the other team. I saw it 21 and nothing. Now, in my head, I forgot they were playing South Carolina. I just looked at the Georgia 21 nothing and thought, oh, they must be playing one of them little major schools or whatever like Jacksonville State or some shit. No, that was the South Carolina Gamecocks. Embarrassing performance last night. That was that was ugly. I I couldn't watch a single second of it. Um I'm glad that when I went to school, it was the glory days. It was glory Jadav- days. It was Jadavion Clowney. It was oh, the- okay. Yeah, it was the glory days. <laughs> we went to the SEC championship. Yeah, it was the glory days. Scam Newton the- destroyed us, but we went there. 
Scam Newton. Scam um, Newton. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Cam Newton. To this day. To this day. He was bigger than our linebackers, man. It, it wasn't fair. Um, anyway, yeah, I do see they in overtime. Now, as a as an NFL slightly casual these days, they changed the overtime rules, right? Yes. Other team gets a shot even if the other first team went scores. A touchdown. Um, no. Uh if the team if the Raiders get the ball first and the Raiders kick a field goal, the Cardinals get a chance. Okay, okay. If the Raiders get the ball and they score a touchdown, game's over. So touchdown, game over, field goal, the other team gets a chance. Like you can't just win the coin toss, move the ball 20 yards. Yeah. Field goal. All right. That's fine. That's that's I think that's if your defense can't stop the other team from getting a touchdown, then yeah, that should, that's all. Yeah, that should be an L. Play defense. All right. Um, with that said, let's get to to the Mavs actually related talk. Um, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. So Luka played in the EuroBasket, got his ass whooped every single game. They were beating his ass like a nerd on the first day of school stuffed in the locker books knocked out of his hands like, <laughs> who's getting, getting his ass beat random pockets every single game luca was getting beat up every single game and it wasn't even like i know i make fun of luca for suddenly feeling his injuries when his team is down but he he was legitimately getting beat up like it was very obvious he was taking some contact and um, he himself apparently came out and said he took more abuse in Eurobasket than he's taken in an entire NBA season. So he, he called the NBA soft. Yes, the NBA. <laughs> compared to this Eurobasket stuff, the NBA yeah. extra soft, Charmin soft. Yeah. Believable, honestly. And I, I honestly need more Americans, more NBA fans to understand that Luca's not just talking shit when he says it's easier to score in the NBA. Like, like people got to get out of it's not 2003 anymore. Some shit. Like, people got to get out of that phase where they like, oh, Eurobasket, European basketball, that shit's soft. They only shoot threes and play on the perimeter. You, you, you're outdated. Your information is outdated. The NBA is soft. The NBA is that now. The, the Eurobasket, they let you hit people. Yeah. They'll call it if it's un- if it's excessive, but for the most part, like they're not doing that. Oh, he missed the free, th- he missed the shot, and he got a little bumpy bump, so I'm gonna call the foul now. No, no more of that. Oh, these European guys come over. He's soft. Nah, it's not that. Most, wanna... of these, most of these NBA dudes coming out of college are soft because they've been coddled their whole life through these AAU programs. I want to say it was Zan and Moose. It might not have been Musa. It might have been Boyan. I can't remember who it was, but it was like a European dude squared up with with uh, LeBron like six years, five or six years ago and was laughing in his face when LeBron was trying to intimidate him. And we was, know LeBron not. Come on, bro. And I was like, I, I can't. I'm, I'm pissed. I can't remember who it was. There's somebody on the Brooklyn Nets. I can't remember who it was. But I was like, yeah, the, these Europeans ain't ain't your big brother's Europeans. Like they with the shit. Like we seen Jokic break Moore's back the other day. Like I mean, last year, the other day that was last year. Last year, whatever, man. The boy missed the whole season off of play. <laughs> like, they not, they not for play. Like 
Oh man. Keep trying if you Matter of fact, that was 2020. Was it? No. Was two- no. Yo. No, it had to be it I think it was 21. No, hold up, bro. God damn it. No, hold up. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I think it was beginning of 21 season. November 2021. It was last year. Last season, but November. Last year. Okay. November. Like early in the season. Okay. Time moving too fast in my head. Then. I'm yeah. Crippled that boy. Anyway. Um, Fuck up. Not your big brother's Europeans. And I didn't say Luca need to get in a kerfuffle. But I need to see Luca throw hands. <laughs> I feel like Luca the type. Luca the type to like try to get you on some type of graft like hold. Yeah. And like might dislocate some shit. Like get I you in like, the headlock and just wrestle you to the ground type like, shit. Luca type to try to put you to sleep. Like he not he not swinging. Cause he's bigger than everybody. He get that body on you. Luca sound like the type that when a dude's swinging on him, he like, I like that. I yeah, like he that. Why, he just eat it. <laughs> he wouldn't even put his hands up to guard. He just mm, mm, come on. <laughs> anyway, we, we got off track. So Luca got beat up. He sustained some slight injuries. Uh, he talked about, uh, I'm going to pull up the actual quote on this one. Where at that, though? So after they lost <clears throat> to Poland, which was embarrassing as fuck, yeah. Poland, Poland has zero NBA talent. Um, he mentioned that he got an injection in the third quarter. Uh, he said he's been dealing with a lot in the Eurobasket, but he said he didn't want to make any excuses. He played terrible. He let the team down. He let the whole country that was supporting them down. Uh, he took full responsibility. Uh, he said he's going to look back at the game and be better. But he took an injection. I think his back was messed up. His wrist was messed up. Uh, the ball was messed up. All right. It was very obvious he was in physical anguish every time he took a step. Because of this, I saw people saying, you could, uh, first of all, they said Mark Cuban and them should not have allowed him to play in Eurobasket, which is goofy. And secondly, said that Luca needs to never play in these European things again. Uh, he needs he already takes enough abuse in the NBA. He'll never be healthy. He'll never be able to get his body the way he should. I saw one dude say that he needed to take the summer off to work on his game. I was like, what what better what are you talking about? What better way to work on your game than playing the game? Competitive. He'll never get in shape. Do you see him? Right. Do you see him? Have you seen this motherfucker? He's in the best shape he's been in since he's gotten into the league, in my opinion. I, I think so. Arms he looks look, amazing. Arms look defined. And part of this is because he's hooping. What better way to work on your game than to play the game full speed, not in a gym, doing ropes and lifting weights and listening to some dude say, okay, shoot here, then shoot there. And Come on. Who are these people? His game is not the type of game you refine in a gym. Can't simulate that. The things that he wants to work on are his passing, which you need competition to work on that type of stuff with. You need people actually trying to steal the ball. Like with stakes and shit. You need people trying to block his shot. Like you need people trying to keep him Mm -hmm. in front of them. Not, okay, you're going to do a drive to the baseline, pump fake, hit it off the glass. Like, no. You need competition. And I personally love that Luca's playing in all these games. 
I love the passion from the fans. Like you watch a few few of these uh, these international games, like the fans, the way they get into it. The Greek Greek got put out a long time ago. The Greeks fans were doing chants and stuff during the finals. Like the passion is in, in, insane. I love it. Uh, Slovenia is such a small country. You can see all the how excited they get about it, how much he means to them, and how much they mean to him. He's I think he said it himself that winning with Slovenia means more to him than winning in the NBA. Most players say that about winning with their country, like, and that's understandable. It's your fucking country. Right. Like, like some dudes feel like, man, me winning this Olympic gold medal for USA is bigger than any NBA championship. Now, granted, the motherfuckers who say that just never won an NBA championship. But I, I get it. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I know patriotism isn't something that, especially in the black community. But this country. We it's not something that we we're big on personally. With basketball in general, I don't think most Americans look at it as a patriotic thing. We just assume no. we're better than everybody. We're supposed to win. Yeah. If we don't win, then we talk about it. Yeah. Like I saw people making fun of the U.S. team that was at America. Um, I saw a couple of the players like tweeting, "I don't give a fuck what y'all say. We came out of there with some hardware. I'm proud." For they those guys. Be. What's that? They should be. Right. They're not in the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What hardware did they come out with? They finished with third in the Oh fuck no. But look, these are not NBA guys. You know what I'm saying? Like these are that's the most embarrassing part. These are G League fringe guys. That's the highest level of competition they've ever played in. That shows you how much they care about America that they sending dudes over there like Norris Cole. And I hate to pick on Norris Cole, but he's like the main dude I've, I saw. He like 40 now, man. Leave, leave a little. Come on, man. Like Jody Meeks still balling with the U.S. Jody State. Meeks? Jody Meeks was out there. That's why we finished third. Look, the team was questionable. At I'm best. about to run this team down. <clears throat> Gary Clark was out there. I think Gary he Clark, the, bro. He might be on the NBA roster. I told you it was hot as fuck in his house, right? My AC yeah. went out. My AC went out. My AC went out uh, <laughs> Sunday. I put a work order in. They came out Monday, fixed it. They went out again on Friday. Nobody could come out over the weekend. They got All right, out. I got the AmeriCup team pulled up right now. Go ahead. About to list off some of these names. Zylan Cheatham. Never heard of him. I've heard of him. He's in Gary D- Clark, who you just mentioned. Norris Cole. Who you just mentioned? You know him, Will Davis the second. I actually don't know him. Anthony Lamb. Wait, Will Davis? He ain't got no nickname. I, it just say Will Davis the second. I, I don't know who Will Davis second is. Anthony Lamb. He's a young guy. I think he might be on a con. He might be on a two way or something. Frank Mason the third. We know him. He was about to secure a real deal, and then he broke his leg. Three time NBA champion Patrick McCaw. No comment. Jody Meeks, who is now 35 years fucking old. Jeremy Pargo, who's fucking 36. Elijah Pemberton. This dude looks like he does art or some shit. Okay. Hold up. Okay. I don't know who this dude is, but this is the hardest name ever. Craig Sword. Let me tell you who Craig Sword is. 
let me tell you who Craig Sword is. So I follow G League TV on Instagram. Craig Sword is like, I hate using this term because it's goofy. Stocks. He's the stocks king. Steals and blocks. Like he's a guard, but he averages like three blocks a game or something like that. He blocks dunks, jumpers, whatever. Like he's he's all over the place. Defensive Swiss Army knife. He'll probably get a deal with an NBA team to play like a defensive specialist at some point. But his name is tough. I like his name. And the name is fire. So like people are gonna pay attention. And the token white guy on the team, Steven Zimmerman. Him getting in foul trouble cost them a game or two. Um, seven footer. <laughs> I think he has one arm shorter than the other or something like that going on with him. I know he has something weird going on with his body. This motherfucker looks like they pulled him out of a circuit city and said, you want to hoop? Come on now. He was, a, he was, he was good at college. Okay. No comment. That's all I got. <clears throat> But yeah, that was a the squad. They finished third. I see why. They finished third. Uh, Argentina gave them the work. But they beat Canada with Delano Band in them. So Dwight Powell didn't play. Dwight Powell would have been too much for that team. I had to say that just for fun. Um, how the fuck we get on that topic? Oh. But yeah, the most of these European players playing in America or playing in the Eurobasket, playing in these international competitions means a lot to them because there's not a ton of stars from these countries. Right. Um, even the countries like Spain or whatever that have a, a, a roster full of guys that could or have been in the NBA. They're not on the level like Pau Gasol is Mark Gasol. Those are the two super duperty big names that have come out of Spain. They're Super-dee gone. Duperty. Wow. Super duperty. They're gone. <clears throat> it's a new era. And, you know, when you come up in these countries, like people know you since you're a kid when you're playing in these tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. They cheer for you since you're a kid. Like the applause that, that Rudy Gobert got coming out of the tunnel for France. I ain't never heard nobody cheer like that for no Rudy Gobert. It means more to them. Yeah. Like America is just like, oh, great. Another basketball player. It's it's normal. Right. Like for them, it's like that's a guy over there who's not just playing, but is a big name in the league representing our country putting on. It's like for me, having an Asia Wilson come out of our city here in South Carolina, like there's not a ton of players coming out of Columbia, South Carolina, dominating anything. That's how we felt with Melo coming out of Baltimore. Right. Like when you have a hometown hero, that's what these people are for these countries. Hometown heroes, homegrown. I've known you since Luka Doncic is in the pictures with the old Slovenia team when they were playing, like with his dad and, and Goran when he was like 15. Like Luka been around for a minute. That's their baby. Like they're going to they're going to love him no matter what. He can go out and, and fail the rest of his career in Dallas. He shows up in Slovenia. They're going to praise him. Prime example. Look what Yao Ming meant to China. Right. <clears throat> Never won. Yao Ming alone opened up an entire market for the NBA in China. I couldn't tell if that was really a fumble. Sorry, I got distracted. I, I was, yeah. Um, the idea of Luca not playing in Eurobasket in the Olympics, whatever, 
not not on my mind at all. I'm uh, glad he played. Yeah. This is good for him. Yeah. I mean, granted, you would like a guy to get some rest, obviously. But if he's okay with playing, I'm glad he played. Rest him in the preseason. I don't know why he gives a fuck about the preseason. Rest him <laughs> in the preseason. We know what he is. We know what he does. The team hasn't changed. You got 82 games in the season to build chemistry. Right. Team hasn't changed enough for me to feel like he needs to be out there in the preseason. Nah. So rest him in there. Don't rest him in the games that don't matter to any fucking body. No one watches preseason basketball. <clears throat> I mean, we watch, but we don't give a shit. There's no stakes. It's like preseason football. Who cares? That's why they cut a game off of preseason football. Don't nobody watch that shit. Right. And the teams weren't playing guys anyway. Because why why would you risk getting a person that you need hurt in a game that doesn't matter? To anybody. Again, they the play Euro a quarter, might, then they ask us out of there. Eurobasket might not mean anything to you, Joe American, but it means everything to Slovenia. It means everything to him personally. He should be playing in those games. Or politics. I read an article about all, all the players <laughs> that sat out Eurobasket. <clears throat> there were a lot of guys that didn't play. Maxi was one of them. And his reasoning for not playing in Eurobasket was that he spent the past couple of off seasons dealing with injuries. He just wanted a summer to, to relax. And he's a little older. Completely understandable. He's a little he bit older. Again? No way. Are you ahead of me? Holy sh... Are you... I can't tell if you're ahead of me. You must be ahead of me because Renfro. Oh, yep. I saw it coming. Oh. It's... Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. What a fucking ending. Wow. Not Renfro. That's why you don't trust a white wide receiver. What kind of race? You know what? We Unless it's not. He ain't let me finish. <clears throat> Never mind. Ain't nothing else you to say. Um, okay. Shout out to the Cardinals. Renfro was doing too much. Um, nah, he wasn't doing too much. He was trying. He was doing what he was supposed to do. I thought he, he got for holding on to the damn ball. I thought he got to the line. Maybe he didn't. Nah, he he got back to the line of scrimmage. He, he was trying out. to, you know. You got well, well, yeah, but that was what he got hit. So, um, whatever, man. Uh, I don't know how long we've been on here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> about a good forty minutes. I think training camp starts next week. <clears throat> uh, we got to get some guests on. I was thinking the same thing. We got to get some guests on. Should we put together a list? We should definitely put together a list. Uh, I want podcasters. I want. Should we bring on people from other teams or should we focus just on mass people? I think we should bring people on from other teams. I think that will be a cool dynamic. Okay. Let's let's put together some lists and, and make some contacts. And we'll get some some uh, mass people on as well during the preseason probably. Hopefully some people we haven't had on yet. Definitely want to get some people we haven't had on yet. There's a few suggestions that have been made. Uh, so definitely we'll be reaching out. Uh, we'll discuss like recording schedules and all that good stuff, but, uh, unless you have anything else, I think I'm good. Fuck Tom Brady, son.
I'm good. I don't know what Tom Brady's son did it to anybody, but Tom Brady don't know what his son did either because he's too busy playing football on the field. That's why his wife leaving him. Deuces. Wow. Um, you know what? I'm gonna keep the Brady family in prayer. I don't pray. Um, this is gone off the rails. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We got some goals and shit, right? Uh, if y'all want to hit us with those five star reviews, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, do that, please. If you want to hit us a follow at Mavs Outsiders Pod on Instagram, more content to be posted. YouTube, Mavs Outsiders. Hit it, follow us, get those subscribers up. Make sure y'all comment and like on the videos too. We need that, it helps. I know YouTubers say that a lot, but that's because it actually helps. Interact with us on Twitter at Mavs Outsiders. Uh, we've been posting a few contests. We've won the last two contests. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Rolo. Rolo won us uh, won some Raycon earbud ear uh, headphones. So interact, shout out to PJ. interact with us. We got we didn't want a jersey and some headphones in, in, in a couple weeks here. Uh, we we clearly doing something right. We're clearly doing something right, so so mess with us. Might run our own contest here at some point. You never know. Maybe if we start hitting hey, some of these milestones. Never know. May have to set one like, hey, get us to 500 subscribers on YouTube. Goddamn. And then... Don't do it off the dome. That's dangerous. You're right. Because they're going to hold me to it. Exactly. Um, I do have a Lucas jersey I'm sitting on that could be given away at some point. Okay. Um, let's see what are subscribers at right now. I'm looking at the subscribers on YouTube. Five hundred is a long way, brother. I'm just trying to get to a hundred right now. We are sixty. We close to a hundred. We can get to a hundred. We can get to a hundred by the end of the month. It's a little ambitious, but we'll see. No, it's not. Okay. Challenge accepted. We got two weeks. That's less than 10. That's more than 10 days. That's, yeah. That's 13 days. Okay. Wait, 12 days. 30 days in September, right? Yeah. Yeah, 12 days. So again, like, subscribe, ratings, all that good stuff. Help us in the algorithm. The season is kicking back up. I see y'all starting to listen a little bit more on the last episode. The numbers went up a little bit. Appreciate y'all. We'll be getting to some more Mavs talk. Uh, first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me thank y'all for holding us down in the off season because um, the off season has been kind of rough. It's it's been it's <clears throat> it's been a marathon to say the least. I see a lot of podcasts haven't been podding, but we've been here every <laughs> week. So we appreciate y'all uh, staying tapped in with us, even a little bit. Every every little bit counts. Look, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna go transparent with you. We get paid based on y'all listening. Facts. So if y'all keep listening, good things happen for us. Good things happen for us. Good things happen for you, as you've seen. And they will continue. I wanna. You talked about us still going through the off season. There's a podcast network out there. I don't know where this is going. And I don't even, 
I, I don't do free publicity, but this is off the top. And this network is like they make they pop the more popular than us anyway. Um, the Locked On Sports Network. They have they they have like you know obviously y'all know Locked On Mavs. They have you know different teams. These podcasts drop episodes every day, Monday through Friday. I don't know how y'all do it, but whether I listen to it or not, respect, because that's hard. I'm not because trying. you're not trying. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like me and Bibbs. We do this once every week, weekly throughout the off season, and we like, dang, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna talk about? And y'all are finding stuff to talk about every single day, Monday through Friday, even during the off season. Respect. Hats off to. I'm not really taking my hat off because I ain't got a haircut. But like respect, hats off to y'all for real. Uh, you know, locked on Mavs pod who cover Mavs content. Um, this football football's off season is so long to find something to talk about Monday Friday for football. Crazy man. So the money would have to be good for me to roll out of bed and talk about the Mavs every day. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's tough. It's it's tough. So shout shout out to y'all, man, for real. Um, shout out to 77 Spaces for sure. Y'all been holding it, it down is. in the spaces in the realm. Um, again, more power to y'all because <laughs> I couldn't do it, couldn't do it. Spaces was not for me. I had some, had some fun popping in every now and then listening. I like being a guest. Uh, y'all, I still owe y'all an episode, so hit me up. Uh, we want to make that happen. Oh boy, it's been a long ass podcast. Um, Bibs Corner podcast news. Well, I might as well get in the plug while we out here. I haven't done a podcast in a little over a month. Um, I, I put the pressure on myself to have a guest on every single episode, but I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna start switching up the model a little bit. I'm gonna do a big catch up where I talk about all the movies I've watched since that last podcast we did and a couple of the shows. Not for like not in depth, not big reviews, but just kind of hey, I watched this, this is who's in it, this is how I felt about it. Um, so stay on the lookout for that, Bibs Corner Pod. Reese, what you got going on the Mindarese side? Um, the Mindarese YouTube is making a comeback soon. Um I'm, uh, I'm gonna stick with both basketball and movie content. I'm gonna do both. Once I hit 30 movies, I'm gonna rank them all on my YouTube channel. Um I'm going to try to make that video as short as possible, as, as much as I can. Um, look out for the Mindarese podcast, which I'm actually recording after this later. So I'm back to back in it. So, yeah, yeah trying yeah. to stay consistent with that. I'm trying to record mine after this, too. So I'm going to get me some tea so I have a voice a little bit and crank that one out. Uh, should be some more written stuff coming as well. <clears throat> I'm going to put out my list of my rankings for the year on the movie tip because I've already passed 30. That was the threshold I was trying to get to. I want to get to 50 for the year by the end. Uh, but but I am. I want there. to as well, but I don't know if it's 20 more movies coming out. But you've missed some, too. So that's true. That's um, true. It's crazy because a few years ago I was watching 100 movies a year. Um, I got to like 121 year. And I'm looking at my life for today. And wondering how the hell I did that. 
Like I was really alone. Apparently, I tell people now, I'm like, yeah, I've seen almost thirty movies this year. They like, how? Like, what movies? Yeah. Uh, but it's easy to go every weekend. Shit, it's easy to go every weekend when it's fifty cents. That's fifty movies right there if you go every weekend. It's easy to go three times a week when they all free. So, with that said, this has been another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Pod off season. I can't wait for season to be here. I'm ready. Till next time, though. Peace. Peace.